Happy Monday, everybody. It is Monday, May 22nd in the year 2023, and you are watching the In Bloom podcast. I am your host. I'm Josh Bickford. Uh, this podcast, we explore what it looks like to thrive in real estate and in life. Uh, we talk about the future. We do not fear. Uh, and we partake in the most sacred part of our industry, which is a cup of coffee together where we connect and build for the future, share our dreams and talk about our struggles and all the good stuff in life. Um, today, we are going to uh, be enjoying some espresso um, and we're going to talk about why we don't fear, why we accept what is and the bridge that we are currently in process of building. So I'm glad that you have joined me today. Um, as always, got my trusty California mug today. Let's begin our day with a delicious sip of coffee. I'm a guy who liked espresso before I liked coffee. And I liked whiskey before I liked beer. Makes no sense, but there you go. That's me. Um, so on this podcast, we have, we've talked about a lot. Uh, this is episode number 29. Uh, and as you know, we entered the top 1% of podcasts ever made uh, when we hit episode number 21. So um, I would be curious as if we're in the top, you know, one fifth of 1% at this point now. Uh, jokes. <laughs> So we've talked about not being afraid. Uh, we've talked about the future that's coming, like both immediate, short-term, and uh, long-term. We have talked a lot about assumable mortgages and different ways to utilize those. And, and we've had episodes where we talked about why uh, those were we're that those were going to be in such high demand. Uh, and we've got proof of some of that with the pinnings that we went through and uh, that that deal in Vegas, it was, you know, people were paying $50,000 more uh, to assume a mortgage than they were uh, to originate a new one. So um, this week, we're going to talk about bridge building. Um, it's kind of a, a term that I don't, I don't want to say it's come to me recently, but um, we're going to enter a valley soon. And on the other side of that valley is amazing and it's wonderful. Uh, and it's and it's, it's going to be a world that we can't imagine today as everything's kind of unraveling. Uh, but we've got to get through the valley. And so, you know, kind of the options as I see them, I'm sure there's more because there's always more than two options. Uh, but the options as I see them is we can build a bridge across it. And, you know, typically speaking, bridges are not difficult uh, to walk across except for you know, if the bridge is way high, you know, I tried to walk across a bridge with my wife in Vancouver several years ago and my knees literally buckled. So we turned around, walked down to the bottom and took a, uh, a little ferry across. Maybe a water taxi would be a better term. Uh, so th those bridges can be difficult. But um, I drove across the Golden Gate Bridge last week. I don't I don't have any desire to walk across that one either. Uh, lots of people did, though. I was kind of shocked how many people were on the bridge when we went across. Uh, but bridges are easier to walk through than climbing down a valley, making your way through it, and climbing back up the other side. Uh, I've created this business um, to help people in the real estate industry build a bridge and not, uh, not have to go through the valley. So uh, we want to, we're going to talk about that. So first off, 
we don't fear things here. We accept them as they are. The entire world around us is pretending as though all sorts of things that aren't true are. And they're trying to bend reality to a narrative that just isn't true. Uh, and the end result of that is always painful. You know, if you don't accept what is true, you have to deal with loss and you have to deal with suffering. And, and all of it's needless because it's, you know, it's like it's true or it's not true. You know, like all of the talk about how good real estate's back and how good everything is. Uh, I read an article uh, just yesterday that the most recent office building sale in the city of San Francisco uh, took a 75% hit on a price per square foot basis from where it sold last time. Um, yikes. Uh, we we talked about people in New York saying that office buildings there are maybe 10% of them have any equity in them at this point. Um, real estate is largely an interest rate play. So a property is worth a different number at a 3% interest rate than it is a 7% interest rate. Uh, in the 70s and 80s, when we were uh, last in a big inflation fight, uh, not as big as the one we're in now, we just monkeyed with all the numbers. Um, you can look that up, it's true. Um, we had 12 years in the 70s and 80s where interest rates on 30-year mortgages were north of 10%. 12 years. Uh, I think what people aren't anticipating is how much leverage is being pulled out of the system and how long this fight is going to take. We're not, this zero interest rate policy and the, and the environment that created it started in 2008. Uh, and for 15 years or 14 years, maybe we went about destroying everything in this country in pursuit of making everything more expensive. Uh, it's crazy when you look at back at it. We should have taken our medicine in 2008. Uh, instead, we thought, yeah, real estate bubble's not good enough. Let's make an everything bubble. Uh, when you have seen things slide, you have seen all asset classes slide because it's leverage that's being pulled out of the system. Uh, Bitcoin made it to where it did because you can look these up. There were so many people that were cash out refinancing their house and pouring the money into Bitcoin. When I started seeing that, ooh, even Bitcoin, oh, gold, just like you'd watch everything. All the stuff that people said were hedges against inflation aren't because we're pulling money out of the system. Like that's literally what we're doing right now. Uh, we have to accept that as, that as is so that we can prepare for tomorrow. Uh, if you are going to tell yourself that real estate's back, baby, and that all sorts of things are you know, hey, everything's good. This is just a blip. Like you turn on CNBC and you get the government line. I mean, it is, it's scary that I, if they believe it, it's bad. But if they don't and they're putting that on air, it's even worse. Um, and I, I like this isn't, the, the point of this is not to be negative. Um, we have made this bed. We get to lay in it. Uh, I want you to build a bridge. I don't want you to suffer through this. I want like, that's why I work every day. And what I'm working to create for you is the ability to build a bridge over this, to slide into the other side. And, you know, life is wonderful. You're not ragged from a decade of struggle. You're not, um, I don't like the person that climbs to the top of the mountain is different. They're, they're in different condition than the person who rides a helicopter to the top, so to speak. Uh, so, we're going to accept what is here. 
the future where we're united and optimistic and there's another baby boom uh, and we are all rebuilding for something amazing, something that, you know, maybe your parents or grandparents got to experience at the end of World War II. That period of time, you know, there's 15, 20 years there where it would have been unbelievable to live through that. Um, and don't put a 1950s lens, you know, we'll, we'll do that in today's world. Uh, technology advances and uh, unbelievable stuff. We're going to remake our cities and it's going to be awesome. Um, but you have to accept where we're at if you want to skip the struggle of it. Uh, there's no point, or you know, if, if you want to stay in the industry, there's going to be a lot of people who just leave the industry. Um, assumable mortgages have been a focus of mine on here because they are the bridge to the other side. The reason that prices went crazy, the reason demand went crazy, the reason we had um, increases in rent and the number of Airbnbs, all of that, were 3% interest rates, 2.5% interest rates. Those mortgages are what drove everything through the roof. You know, In your town, how many houses sold for six hundred grand that you look at? You're like, there is no freaking way that's a $600,000 house. Tons of them. I know that uh, here in Denver, 400 grand might get you a really crappy sub 1,000 square foot ranch with two bedrooms and one bath that hasn't been updated for $400,000. I mean, give me a break. And that's in a part of town that you don't want to be in. Um, if you wanted a decent, you know, middle class suburban home, whatever that is, you know, here that was seven or $800,000. I mean, give me a friggin' break. Um, those interest rates drove everything through the roof. Uh, a bunch of those mortgages, if they're government backed, those are still available. And if we see rates continue to climb and they are climbing again, what do you want? 3% or eight? I think most people are going to pick three. The people who become experts in assumable mortgages are going to be the people who thrive through the upcoming recession. And they're going to be the people who land on the other side as the titans of their industry, so to speak, of the people that everybody trusts, of the person who made it through and not only made it, but made it through, you know, like doing well. Business grew when everyone else was shrinking. Uh, that, if you're in residential real estate, that's what's going to do it for you. Uh, the assumable mortgage is the cheat code to make it through this. Uh, and as values on property slide, those mortgages will get closer and closer and closer uh, to balance to purchase price, uh, and they'll just be better and better and better deals. Um, that is why I have focused on those. My focus hasn't been uh, flipping property. It hasn't been um, acquiring commercial property, although if you're in that world, uh, deal hunting is on already there. Um we're not talking about convincing people to move up to a, you know, get a pool in the backyard or, you know, buy a house with a finished basement. Uh, we've been talking about working with people who have to move and putting yourself in a position to to market yourself to people who have to move. Uh, my, my buddy Kevin down in Colorado Springs has started a YouTube channel and He's putting videos out there so that so that those do the work for him because it's, you know, how do you market to people outside the area? 
if you don't know where they're coming from. Well, you do it on YouTube and that sort of thing. Uh, you need to position yourself in, in a way so that people who are moving into your area find you. You need to position yourself so that organizations that are mo moving people into the area know who you are. Uh, you need to, you know, seek out as referral partners, people who work with people who have to sell their house. None of this is new in real estate. Uh, a lot of us, you know, could get away from it over the last few years because it was like, you know, you're Oprah Winfrey, you get a house, you get a house, you get a house. I mean, it was, everybody wanted to move. The, the uh, values were only going up and they were going up so fast that people didn't want to miss out and that we were in a mania. Like, that's where we were. Uh, we're not going to be in that. Obviously, we're not there now, but you know, that's going away. We, we've talked about new construction and how there's going to be opportunity there. Um, that's different opportunity than assumable mortgages, as I've said many times. The assumable mortgage is an everybody wins transaction. Uh, when, when we have to admit that we've overbuilt everything and overbuilt for demand, not overbuilt for population, obviously, but when we have to, like when the market capitulates that, there's going to be a lot of opportunity in new construction for people who can afford it. Um, there's going to be, there's going to be real opportunity there. Um, like level up your life kind of opportunity. Uh, so be an expert on that, you know, like the last go around, uh, I, a bunch of my friends in Atlanta were buying, you know, golf course, 5,000 plus square foot homes that were half built and they were getting FHA renovation loans, completing the house. And they were in houses that they sold for a million dollars and at three or 400 grand. Uh, I don't know that we'll see that, but, um, there's going to be like values are going to have to come down. They just are. Uh, if you are in one of those Zoom towns, if you are in uh, somewhere where their Airbnbs have gone crazy um, and people moved and they built like crazy and all of a sudden they're all sitting there, you know, the people who live in those towns that couldn't afford it are going to have houses that they can afford. Good ones. Uh, it's going to take us a while to get there, but that like that's the kind of thing that's coming. Um, those are the things you need to be prepared for. And those are where you can build your bridges. Uh, if you, if you seek to build your business, you know, on the first time home buyer, you know, the, you better do it with assumable mortgages, because if you're going to do it any other way, it's just not going to work right now. In most markets, it is so much cheaper to rent than it is to buy that it doesn't make sense to buy. We have to get prices in line with, with payments, uh, to where they traditionally have been, where people can afford them. So you want to build on people who have to move. You want to build on assumable mortgages. You want to wrap your mind around new construction. You want to wrap your mind if you're in, uh, if you're in vacation towns. Here in Colorado, that's up in the mountains. They are, I was having a conversation with some people last week, maybe two weeks ago, who live up in Glenwood Springs, which is um, where you turn off of I-70 to go to Aspen and all of that. So it's unbelievably beautiful. Uh, the farther, I think south you go, uh, from, from I-70, the closer you get to Aspen, the more expensive everything gets. So the people who are local up there, I mean, it's crazy expensive. And they were telling me that in their, in their area, there is so much new construction on the ground and being built that is just not moving at all. Uh, that is going to be a blessing for people in the future. Like it's, it's not going to be a blessing for the people who built it and the lenders and that kind of stuff involved. But 
those areas have needed housing for so long. Like I, I genuinely believe our housing crisis is actually solved, uh, but it's not getting solved in the way that we imagined it was uh, because we, we built it based on speculation and based on low interest rates and stuff. Uh, it was all needed and it will be good that we've got it in the ground, but um, you know, not to be a Debbie Downer, obviously, because um, I, I do see the silver cloud or the silver lining in every cloud. And um, I see a tremendous future, but we, we've got to build bridges to get there. So that's what we're going to continue talking about this week. Um, it's so important um, to be not only aware of what is of, of like the really good that's coming. You've got to focus on that because, um, you know, like if you spend all day on social media and you see the way our society is tearing itself apart uh, or you see, you know, maybe politics is your thing and you just watch everybody lie to each other like crazy uh, or whatever it is. We're all, you know, maybe religion is your thing and you're watching how far we're falling away from God. I, I don't know what what where you're seeing it, but every institution in this country has proven itself to be corrupted. Uh, everything is unraveling. All it's just We're watching it everywhere. Uh, we're watching it. Maybe the economy is your thing and you can see that, you know, that there's dark days ahead. Uh, don't focus on that. You know, don't focus on the unraveling. Focus on the rebuilding. Uh, the what's coming, if you're my age, I'm in my, you know, my daughter is about to go into high school. She's finishing up the last few days of junior high right now. Um, I tell her all the time, I'm so excited for the world that she is going to that she is going to build her family in and that she's going to marry into and what she's going to get to spend, you know, her, her kids years raising her kids in an unbelievable era in American history. It is going to be so awesome to see what we build together when we're back as a community and we're back united as one. Uh, I, I can't wait. That is going to be so cool. You've got to focus on that kind of stuff. Um, you've got to focus on what will be when the unraveling is done. Because if you focus merely on the bad, you're going to be a miserable person. Totally. Uh, if you're in, you know, if you're in one of these cities that just crime is out of control, we're going to fix that. Uh, if you are in a place where there's homelessness everywhere, we're going to fix that. We're going to help those people. We're going to find the solution to that problem. Uh, we're going to find a way to get fentanyl off the streets, and we're going to find a way to be, um, you know, our, our focus isn't going to be race uh, in this country, and it's not like. It's going to be amazing when we get there. We've got a few steps through the woods, we'll say, uh, to get there. But keep your focus on the good. You know, choose to find the people who are doing good things in the world and and spend more time watching that and tune out of the people who are trying to destroy it or unknowingly trying to destroy it. Um, focus on the good. And we'll focus from where we are here to the good that we are. We'll build a bridge across that. Uh, and you will thrive. So I appreciate you so much. If you got value out of this today, share it with a friend. Uh, be sure to subscribe if you have not subscribed. Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn if you have not done so, if that's where you, you're watching this. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Leave a comment below. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you can see him back there. My buddy Ollie has been partaking in these podcasts with me, and I've had a few people ask me my dog's name. So Ollie, if you can see him. If not, you'll see him in another episode. He meanders through the living room. Um, subscribe on the audio platform of your choice if you prefer choice. Can't talk today. I haven't had enough coffee. If you don't prefer, or if you don't prefer, wow, what a day.
If you prefer to listen to me and you think I have a voice for radio more than a face for television, uh, that's cool. Subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast there. Um, connect with me, Josh at joshbickford.com. I'm on all the socials uh, with my name, Josh Bickford. So not all the socials. I am not on Snapchat and I am not on TikTok, but uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, let's connect. If you got ideas for the podcast, if there's a way that I can serve you and make your life better, I would love to hear it. Uh, I hope today is one of the best days of your life. I hope that you are adding value to the people that you come into contact with uh, and to your community as a whole. Uh, and I hope that you can see the amazing future that's coming. Uh, I really do because it's going to be awesome. Uh, have a fantastic day today and tomorrow, Tuesday. I can't wait to see you for episode 30. Until then, God bless you, my friend.